The following is another dynamic message by Ryan Jacobs, prophet, teacher and leader of the Empowered Church. Last month we dealt with strength that the glory of young men is of young men is their strength. But the glory of the old man is his is, is gray hair. In other words, it's the years that he spent on earth. And um, uh, and I'll, I'll before I read read Genesis chapter twelve, I want to read um, the book of um, um, Job. I'm reading uh, Job 32, verse number one. Right. So these three men ceased to answer Job because he was righteous in his own eyes. Then was uh, then was kindled the wrath of Elihu, the son of Barach, Barachel, the the, the of the, uh, um, of the of the kindred of, of Aram uh, um, uh, against Job. Uh, um, against Job was his wrath kindled because he justified himself rather than God. And verse verse number uh, um, f uh, three, and also against his three friends was a rough kindle because they had found no answer, yet had condemned Job. Right. So these are our verse number four. He, he, and now Elihu had waited till Job had spoken because they were elder than he. Right. So they were elder men. When Elihu saw that there was no answer in the mouth of these three men. Then his wrath was kindled. So he was very angry because he he was angry to the point that he could have choked them or did something to them. He was very, uh, to be a rough man, it, it, it is at the point of action. Beside himself. Because there was no answer in them. Right? Because these other three had, 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 um, had um, no answer, but they condemned Job. Job was spending all the time telling how righteous he is, how he does not deserve to be done like this. Now we know that Job doesn't deserve to be like that. Why? Because he says that, 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 that there was no evil in the man. God, God himself said so. So he was, he was uh, suffering an unjustifiable uh, um, uh, uh, trial. It was not his. Um, so he didn't deserve it and he knew it. And he, he he went on to proceed to tell his friends so. But it was very because he should because uh, they were they was they were aldermen and they should have known better, right? Right. And then he goes on to say, let me number six. And he says this. And Eliu, the son of Barachel, the Buzite, answered and said, I am young. I young and you very old. So he said, I'm young. You are very old. So you know, so not only I'm young and you are old. You are very old. Right? Wherefore, I was afraid and does not show my opinion. I said, verse number seven, they should speak. And multitudes of years should teach wisdom. So I was, they should speak. So days has a voice. Other words, yesterday had a voice. Today, Friday has a voice. Tomorrow, Saturday has a voice. And Sunday has a voice. And Monday has a voice. And every day of December has a voice. And it should speak. And every day you live should speak. Should say something. And every year you live should teach wisdom so that means that every year you live is a class it's a school it's an academy 
It's supposed to be foolishness. It's a school of wisdom. But clearly these were very old men and 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 wisdom is supposed to have given and after they speak the result of they speaking and 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 and, and, and years teaching wisdom is that if a man is busy dying and there is calamity and all these things happen there should be an answer in your mouth it should be able to detect the root cause of the problem and the solution to the problem so the older the longer you live, the more it is expected of you to have answers. Because you've heard the voice of days speaking more, or yet you're supposed to. You have been in the class, you've been a student of wisdom through the teacher, the tutor called years. But these guys did not do well because they found themselves that they were not listening. They, they clearly, they forgot. Maybe the ears were not turned into the voice of the day when they lived those many days and, until they became very old. Maybe the lessons that wisdom, that the years was teaching wisdom, they were not paying attention, clearly. Verse number eight. But there is a spirit in man. All right. And the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. So there is a spirit inside of man. And the inspiration, the breath, the infusing of the Almighty, giveth that spirit of man understanding. But we understand from the scriptures we read, we know by, 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 by the book of Proverbs, that it is that wisdom is the principal thing, but bye bye. Wisdom is a houseboat. People just get wisdom by understanding that very house, that very structure is, is established. So we have all that getting get understanding, he said. And by knowledge, all his chambers is filled. So in other words, it increase comes by knowledge, and therefore, and 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 they have also not also that and they have that increase there is sustainability that's the word of God declares prepare the work of the field and then build the house so that from the field work of the field increase may come to your house by the knowledge so and says the mouth of the Lord speaks from the lips of the Lord comes knowledge so so the thing about and by knowledge without knowledge my, my, my people are distracted for lack of knowledge but the just shall be delivered by knowledge. You understand? And so, and so here he says, but he says, now there is the source. So, the, so there is a primary source. There is a natural source of voice. Days. There is a natural source of wisdom. Years. But there is a spirit in man that when the inspiration, the infusing of the Almighty gets into it, it gives understanding. And therefore he says in verse 9, Great men are not always wise, neither do the age understand judgment, justice, discernment. Therefore I said, hearken to me, I will also show mine opinion. And he goes on, Behold, I waited for your words. I gave ear to your reasons whilst you searched out what to say. 
So they were searching out what they were everywhere they looked and all the knowledge and all the years and all the, all the understanding. What must we say? And they could not say it. They could not find an answer. Remember what we're talking about. We're talking about a young, here is a young man speaking. Ryan. And he says this. Behold, I waited for your words. I gave ear to your reasons while you searched out what to say. Yea, I attended unto you, and behold, there was none of you that convinced Job or that answered his words. Lest you should say, We have we have found out wisdom. God trusted him down, not man. Now he have not directed his words against me, neither will I answer him with your speeches. They were they were amazed, they answered no more, they left off speaking. When I had waited, for they spake not, but, st but stood still and answered no more. I said, I will answer also my part. I will also show mine opinion. Right. So he, he, told, he explains what happened, verse number 18. For I am full of matter, of substance. The spirit within me constraineth me. Behold, my belly is, is as wine which have no vent. It is ready to burst like new bottles. I will speak that I may be refreshed. I will open my lips and answer. Let me not, I pray you, accept any man's person. Neither let me give flattering titles unto man. For I know not to give flattering titles in, in so doing, my maker would, would soon take me away. So other words, this was another, a young man, with a, uh, the, the, he, when he spoke, he spoke as of God. He spoke as with accountability to the Lord. Right. And then you understand, so, so, so uh, um, this chapter 53, verse number one. With a job, I pray thee, hear my, word, hear my speech, and hearken to all my words. Behold, now I have opened my mouth, my tongue shall have spoken in my, my tongue have, have spoken in my mouth. My word shall be of the uprightness of my heart, and my lips shall utter knowledge clearly. Right. And the Spirit of God have made me, and the breath of the Almighty have given me life. And there he goes on, and if you read on further, he begins to speak a lot of spiritual things. He spoke a lot of insights. He spoke a lot of uh, um, revelation. It was whole for, until from if you read chapter thirty-three, chapter thirty-four, chapter thirty-five, and chapter in chapter 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, uh, um, thirty-six, and then chapter 30, 30, 37, right? And so he talks about the voice of the Lord. He gives a lot of insight. Remember, the day you have a voice, speak. But Elihu begins to speak and explains to us the voice of the Lord. One of the important things as a young person is to read the sayings of Elihu from Job 32 to Job 37. Because by the insights that a man speaks about, a young man speaking about. He is giving you spiritual insight, how to become supreme and to stand out and have wisdom behind your ears and to capture your ears and to become more productive, more fruitful. But at a young age, a man you God. It's also important to understand men like Joshua, men like Joseph, to understand where, where young men uh, succeeded in the old man's world. 
wawe we young. But Elihu is such a young man. It is important to understand. Ecclesiastes 9, 16 says, Then said I, wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised, and his words are not heard. I wanted to say this. So, the, the word of God says that, a, a, that the glory of young men is their strength. But here the scripture says that wisdom is better than strength. And to understand that it is important that we use, and I want to recap what I said last month, that by strength, if you, if you, if you read the story of Jacob and the angel, that says by Jacob and Hosea, Jacob by strength had power of God. I was. He used his strength to hold on to God. And God gave him the strength to live the life. Remember, even the young man, they, they faint. All right, we saw that sometime this year also. In the they, and they become weary. But they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew the strength. Because the glory of a young man is the strength. All right. The fact that you have strength, that you have youth, that you have strength, it is your glory. For older you get, although it's important to have youth, the less it, it is of value. Therefore, it is not strong men by the rule of the world, but wise men. Right? The last day church is not necessarily a strong church. But a very wise church, yet a very strong church, you understand? Wisdom and strength will be the thing of the last days. But wisdom is greater than. But a young person, when you are a young man, what you must do is use all your strength to, to lay a hold of God. Because it will take all your strength to lay a hold of God. Until all your strength is gone, then he touches you and his power is made perfect. In your weakness, I was. When all your strength is gone, his power is perfected in you. You will carry the de the de to the degree that you are empty of your own strength. To that degree, you will carry God's strength manifested. Therefore, the strongest people that manifest the power of God, the strongest are the people that are the weakest. That's the reason why. Uh, if you get close to close to a man of God, what you should observe in the man of God is his weaknesses. What you would notice, uh, what you should, is that you would pick it up. You would see it. I would. When you see the power of God flow, when you see God move through a, I mean, a person, is supernatural, God is on the person. It is natural if you are a young Christian and you, and you love the things of God, to understand why is a person like that. And so some of us would then go on a quest to find out why is that vessel like that? What is the secret? And so, but you cannot really find out until you come very close. Like Joshua moved with Moses. Elisha with Elijah. It is then when you're real close, when now you think I'm going to get to the thing with what makes the of God move, you will then find out the thing that you will see is weakness. Because it will be a surprise. 
body should not have been because his power is made perfect in the stronger the power the weaker the vessel that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of the, the Lord our God is a jealous God right? so he will not share that but he will strengthen the vessel a weak vessel but the reason now if you get close to a vessel and you see the weakness you will say two things will happen to you one thing maybe both is true you will say this vessel is no different than me which should, should be the revelation but what you will find which is also true this vessel is weaker than I am. It's also true. We have the vessel has more power manifested than you. But where your trap is, that now that you see the weakness, you can be, I am, I am higher than this vessel, and now you can exalt yourself and think you, and now you begin to despise or contempt. As a familiarity, we say pre-contempt, but it actually takes the shine off. And that way, if that happens to you, and you yield to the thing, it disqualifies you from ever getting that anointing on your own life. Because you have now become too strong. You see, you can never enter into that place. God will reject you. Because God will think that the reason why you approach is because you are weak. He thinks the reason why you approach him is because you need him. But why would you need him if you, if you, unless you realize that you are inadequate all by yourself? So when you get close to where his power moves and now you find out that the vessel is weak and now you despise the weak, then you say, oh, so you approach me thinking that you are strong. And that's the reason why it is very difficult to get close. Then they display the power of God more emphatically. I have also been the weakest vessels in Christianity. And that should give you and me as young people hope and also a revelation that you cannot be improved on. You can't improve. You can't be improved on. Just put off the old man. Put on the new man. You see, I would. No good thing dwelleth in me that is my flesh. Paul says in Romans 7, isn't it? And when you recognize now is the wisdom, how do I deal with the weakness? How do I handle my own weakness? And so the mystics, the desert fathers, the ones that lived in, in, in 1600, 1700 something, 14, 1500 and something, 1800, who tell you? They got to a point where they began to abhor, abhor evil. But they found, they'll tell you in their teachings and their testimony that the most evil they saw was in themselves. Flee the appearance of evil, but yet they saw more appearance of evil in themselves. So now when you read the, the, the uh, uh, for example, there's a, there's, a, there's a story in one of the people that's told of a man that had not a wife. And he was a holy man. But his revelation was not maybe as us we were. I'll say you know why. But they, in order to make him destroy him, they arrested him and to torture him, they brought him a promiscuous, beautiful 
promiscuous woman and they put her in the cell with him. A woman which normal men would not be able to resist. And her job was to get him to sleep with her. And in the prison cell was a candle. And this man did not say, I am the holy servant of God. He knew that this is a weakness in my life. But I will not compromise. And he put his fingers to stop him from going for the woman. He put his, his fingers over the flame. Oh man. And he burnt off his fingers. When the morning came, the woman was dead. Other words, good versus evil. And God took her life because she agreed to tempt the holy servant of God. And the servant proved himself holy by his lost fingers. But how he was fighting, resisting sin, agonizing, what does Hebrew says? Agonizingly striving against sin. The Amplified says, agonize. Even, even in the Hebrew, when you look at the word, it says, for he strives, agonizingly strive against sin. Why? He knew his weakness. And when you look at his contemporaries, same story. They saw more evil in them, but yet they had God manifest. These people would float. They would shine as, 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 as lights. They would do things that we have not even seen signs and wonders done in our day. Not even in a modern day. It makes this God's generals look like babies in the supernatural. Weakness. So you use your strength to hold on to God, to move on to God, like Hosea says, Jacob did. We saw the last time. I'm told the Lord, I will not listen. I will not let Your name shall be called Israel, no longer Jacob, but Israel. For you strove of God, and man, your power with, you overcame. That man took all his strength and says, I'll use all the willpower I have to, to, to release the power of God. And by the time his fingers was gone and his strength was gone, that woman was killed dead by the power of God. Strength. It is a myth to think that you're going to know the eternal God. You're going to know Holy Spirit. You're going to have His power, His presence, His face-to-face encounter only when you push with all your might into Him. So when you search for me with all your heart, you shall be found in me, saith the Lord. Jeremiah 29, you say. But, but you don't, why? Because you don't have enough, you need His power to live this life. You understand? Unless you push the strength until the weakness manifests, you will not have the true release of the power of God. Right. But yeah, so it's very important. I said it before, quoting what's another man of God, that said if, if God would show you heaven, if an angel would appear to you, you would judge the angel. Maybe you don't like his tone of his, maybe his hair should be more, more blonde. Maybe he shouldn't just be floating that way. Maybe he should be doing somersaults. Why? 
Because a man that doesn't see his own weakness clearly will never clearly see the glory of God. You and I come to God because he can do what we cannot do. I ask him for direction. Why? Because he knows what I don't know. You have a better understanding of the past, a clearer view of my present, and the only view of my future. And so it is out of weakness that we walk with God. Only weaklings has, have power with God. No, no people have strength. But when power manifests, you hardly see weakness. You cannot see it. And so when somebody, in, if it's true in the prophetic in any other area of anointing or demonstration of the spirit and of power, the people that are uh, prolific exponents of, of these things have only ended in because of a deep cry that they needed it and they don't have it. Humanity needed it. Jesus needs to be seen. Feeling a compassion for the sick, the diseased, the bound. And therefore they pushed everything they could into God until they found him. And that's the only way to maintain and increase it. And therefore you find millionaires, people, still fasting 40 days. For what? People with power. People with resources. Still, they understand there's no other way. Because when you, they need him more than their daily food. Job said, Job said, I need you more than my daily, I desire for thee more than my daily food, Job said. And so, it is important as a young man that we understand that it is our strength that we push into God. They, to get his power, because we're too weak to live this life. There are too much mystery for us to live constantly victorious. So we need him to demystify things for us. Because he will tell you things too. Teach you all things. But the anointing, you have an unction from the Holy One. You know all things but the self-same anointing. Where you receive pies in you and he teaches you. You need no man to teach you. And he teaches you how to abide in him. But to depend upon the treasure, to develop a, a dependence upon the excellency of the power of the treasure on the inside, there must be a realization of the weakness of the vessel on the outside. You understand? So do not think that you should be at the, that your glory is to try to make it on your own and when you one day uh, uh, can't make it anymore, you say, I give up. You, you won't have enough strength left to pursue God. You would have spent all your strength to go on with, to, to live your life on your own. And spend all your youth, and now when you're old, you try. Very rarely have people ascended into great depths in God out of that. You maybe you get a wheels with you, but the man was a lonely man. The man could, his wife taught him to read and write. And then his wife died. And so he was more alone. You see, he was a man of a way of weakness. So much more that he could push into. But for all the people to do so, it is very, very difficult. But it's possible. There's a man now in Africa that is unlike others. He's pressed into his walk with God, but he's about 40 years old. And he pressed into, into his, not that he's old, but into the, and, um, but it took him, he fasted until he was a skin, until his clothes was on his body. He used to, he used to keep it up like that. He had to walk it because it's not enough. But he found the Lord at that age. Now, He's one of the greatest prophetic ministers on the globe. But he 
is an anomaly. You, you, you understand? So it's not like it's... This thing becomes, it starts when you're young, yeah? So while you're young. But there is wisdom is better than strength. And for wisdom, why? Because, because wisdom is better than strength. But now you must get wisdom. Oh, wisdom is the principal thing. It's number one. But you need age. You need years to teach that wisdom. As Elihu said. And the only other way you can find it is by the inspiration of the Spirit of God on the inside of your inner man brings an infusion of wisdom. What am I talking about tonight? Having power with God. Strength. And we told how that works now, alright? Wisdom. Learn by experience. Learn by the teaching of the day. Like he said in um, Job 32, that they should speak wisdom. They should speak in multitude of years, should teach wisdom. Multitude of years. So if you don't have a multitude yet, it is, you will lack wisdom. I said before, I, one of my mentors was a gray old man. And um, and everything that he taught was from yesterday. Says, when I was a young man like you, he would tell me a story. It would be so calm, nothing could make him panic. He's seen it all. So nothing. So everything he never used to just never. He's just always calm. Always has a calm exterior. Because of his gray hair. It was indicator. David died, but he had over years. Multiple years had taught him wisdom. In that thing which he was the master of, he was the head of that thing, was the expert of that thing. Became wealthy because of it. But strength by obtaining, getting, pushing to the place of weakness so that you can pretend the power of God. Wisdom by the voice of God, the inspiration of the Almighty. And to get it of all that getting. So whatever you can, uh, whatever you can get about wisdom, you get it. Right. Let us move on. Let's read you the scripture. In Proverbs 23, 23, it says, By the truth, sell it not. Also wisdom and, and, and instruction and understanding. Whatever you do in life, whatever you, if with all your might you get wisdom, with all your money you get wisdom. You buy the truth. 
You invest in truth, in wisdom, in understanding, and in knowledge. You do not let go of that investment. It should never be a place where, where wisdom, instruction, and, 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 and understanding that you sell it. Other words, I had investments that I sold. I have things that I invested in that I divested from. But the scripture says, when you buy truth, don't sell it. Never be a seller of truth. Never, uh, never be a divester of truth. A divester of, of wisdom, of, in, of instruction, and understanding. Always been an investor in. You understand? I have done that. I spend most of my money, everything, uh, and, and business, I have made millions. Two things. Three things that I, that I, that I did. Invested in earthly thing I've is in property. I invested in property. The second thing that I and I'm I'm and I'm starting with the lowest order. I in I invested in knowledge. So um, a lot of my has uh, gone into knowledge, truth, wisdom, instruction understanding and the bulk of my my went into the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ in other into and sowing into anointing and therefore I am guaranteed I'll always have anointing because I sold him to be anointed I have a reservoir of wisdom to an understanding what I'm talking to you today I, I actually didn't know what I, what, what I was gonna say but on the inside because of the investment there's always coming. And I can keep you busy talking like this till the sun rises tomorrow morning. I wish I praise God I want. All right. Non-stop. No notes. Because from a teenager, almost every cent that I ever made went into the kingdom and into the kingdom on the inside. And then to property, which for the most part, we divested in order to invest in the other. Right. And so these are two ways. The power of God. Using your strength to the glorious strength. But what you need more is wisdom. It will speak for you in life. The power of God and the wisdom of God. So one most important thing. That's in Proverbs 3 verse 7. It says. Be not wise. We told my son. Said, Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord. And the power. I'm not talking about the wise guy. In your own eyes. No. It is in the fear of the Lord. That you pursue the Lord. Do you understand? Thank you for listening to this message. And we hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to change the way you see and know Jesus, leaving your life empowered, envisioned and enriched. For more messages by Prophet Ryan Jacobs or for more information about the Empowered Church go to www.empoweredchurch.com or view our YouTube channel, Empowered Church TV. Feel free to come join our life-changing services.